Hello, everyone. It's Grandpa's Tales of Terror again. We are still continuing with the journal that I obtained from this poor man's estate. So, without further delay, let us start a tale of two dates, the second one. Now close your eyes and let your imagination carry you into a world of fear and horror. <laughs> again. It was winter, harsh and cold, like the weather on my previous dating experience. Maybe that is the common element between them, harsh and cold, just like the dates. Or I just have really bad luck when it comes to dating. Regardless, here is my second story of the unimaginable. I was standing outside for her to arrive. The cold, biting through my coat, frost, nipping at my toes and fingers. I decided to withdraw to the indoors of the establishment that we were meeting at. Once in, I purchased the non-refundable tickets and waited. After a few minutes, I received a text message from her thinking that it was going to be the worst thing that could happen to one, waiting for their date to arrive. Being stood up. Looking at it, it was a question as to where the establishment was because her driver did not know. Somewhat surprised, I asked what direction they were coming from. I proceeded to explain the route, which she then relayed to her driver. After a few minutes, I went back outside into the frosty air to wait. Icicles began forming on my mustache allowing me to at least wet my lips with moisture in the harsh conditions. After a few minutes, contemplating whether or not to return to the warmth of the indoors, a vehicle approached. Was this her? Was this the one that I had been waiting for in anticipation? The vehicle stopped a few feet in front of me and the rear right passenger door opened. I recognized that it was indeed her from the picture that I had seen. I brandished a large smile on my face, hopefully enough to warm her heart and drive out this winter cold. As she approached, I stated my name and continued to say that I was looking forward to tonight. I noticed that there was no smile on her face. A scowl instead was the mask that she was wearing. I was worried that I was not meeting her expectations and started to blame myself for my shortcomings. But then she spoke these words. The fucking cab driver wouldn't take me to an ATM. That was the reason for the scowl. It was not me at all. Silently, I forgave myself for being so harsh. But with those words... I started to wonder how the evening was going to turn out. Maybe it would have been better if I had been stood up. We were taken to our table, the one that I had reservations for. I helped her with her chair, sat down across from her. There were smiles, small talk about the weather. Then the waiter arrived and took our drink orders. The drinks were brought, our food orders taken, and another round of drinks were ordered. She ordered an extra olive in hers this time. Now, 
martinis are not a drink I would partake in unless I wanted to have my tongue loosened up enough to disconnect from my brain and just let anything come out of my mouth. When our dinner arrived, it was round three. I was having brown cows, a somewhat more forgiving drink. She took over the conversation, mostly about her. Struggles, triumphs, a list of mental trophies that she keeps on her shelf in her mind. She also didn't like her meal and went through everything that was wrong with it. Like a carcass being ripped apart by a pack of dingoes. Six more olives later, before the entertainment was to start, I ordered something a bit stronger. Amaretto on ice. I don't even know if she asked what I did for a living. Regardless, she picked the entertainment apart just like her dinner. The show came to an end and I helped her with her coat and we walked outside together and to me, the weather on the inside was the same as the weather on the outside. She asked me if I wanted to do anything. Being somewhat adventurous now, after my date with the witch, I asked if she knew about this other establishment. Indeed, she did. So I suggested we go there and have a couple of drinks. She said, of course, and then I realized my eyes, darting and scanning in every direction, could see no cab driver in sight, which meant only one thing. She was getting into my truck. A flash of horror ran across my mind, a lightning bolt of a memory that only happened not too long ago in my sister's car. I wondered what the possibilities would be of it happening to me in my vehicle. I figured the odds were too great. Unbeknownst to me, the wet spot was nothing compared to the horrors that were yet to come.